재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, what we know so far is that North Korea has announced that they've conducted their fourth nuclear test and they say that this time around it is a hydrogen device. Uh, certainly the reaction has been swift. The outrage has been uh, quite loud. But the fact remains, we still don't know all the facts. Uh, this is still a very mysterious regime. There was certainly a 5.1 magnitude seismic event felt on the country's east coast. Uh, the consensus now, it is a man-made seismic event. We're going to get some analysis right now and very pleased to have joining us from Busan National University, political science professor Robert Kelly. Hello. Hi, Ernie. It's good to be back. We always seem to talk about North Korea and their crazy shenanigans again and again. Yep. Uh, the timing seems to be where uh, we decided, well, let's get our good friend Robert back onto the program. Well, I mean, we've seen this before. We've seen this movie play out. They claim it's a hydrogen yeah. bomb. We're now getting reports from security officials here in Korea that they right. feel uh, they're a little skeptical, I, I guess, to say the least. Uh, what do you think so far? I think it probably isn't. Um, yeah, I saw on Yonop a little while ago that the South Korean military, the ROK Army, is now saying they don't think it is either. Um, you know, we still have to wait for sort of a definitive statement from the South Korean and the American governments. Um, you know, we'll want to see what the CIA thinks, NIS, you know, U.S. Geological Service, stuff like that. Um, so, my, you know, my guess is it'll take a couple of days before we have sort of definitive opinion. Um, but, due to, you know, just deductively, you know, sort of working from the logic, I mean, it's a pretty big qualitative step to jump from an atomic bomb from a fission weapon to a fusion weapon, a thermonuclear or hydrogen weapon. Um, now, North Korea has made big technological jumps in the past that we thought they couldn't do, you know, with missiles and stuff like that. But still, it's a pretty big leap, and North Korea is under sanction, and, you know, North Korea doesn't exactly have a, you know, internal culture that encourages scientific creativity. So I think there's skepticism that they could do it. And um, the, uh, the, you know, the blast pattern, the, the seismic waves don't actually fit anything different than what happened in 2013. Now, I'm not a seismologist, but that's what I've been reading and um, that, that says that this looks a lot like what happened in the last test. It does, and uh, some people are saying, uh, and again, we're not going to get into too much in the technical details, that right. this might have been a so-called boosted uh, explosion right. where it is made to appear like something right. uh, a hydrogen device would right. uh, react towards. But the purpose of this, it does seem like, well, the timing of this, uh, Kim Jong-un gave a New Year's address, uh, sounded somewhat conciliatory in terms of some uh, comments made about South Korea. Notably, he did not mention anything about a nuclear test, and some people had felt that was perhaps a positive sign. We now know that uh, they have gone through with whatever they did right now, and I guess the question is strategy. What are they planning on doing? Well, I, th I think there's sort of, there are two ways to sort of interpret the timing. The first is that, you know, South Korea has elections coming up in in uh, you know, April, right, in about three months. And North Korea has sort of a pattern of trying to sort of intimidate or bully the South Korean electorate. Um, the irony, of course, is that usually this backfires. Right. South Korea or North Korea would like the South Korean population actually vote for the left because the left supports engagement, and that means a certain amount of subsidization and things like that. And um, actually what happens is often is that South Korean voters swing to the right when North Korea tries to bully South Korea. So usually things, these things backfire, and I would imagine if that's what it is, it will do that this time too. The other possibility I was thinking, though, is that, you know, North Korea, there's really not diplomatically going on a, uh, a lot going on with North Korea, right? North Korea is not in any kind of heavy negotiation right now with Japan, the United States, South Korea. The South Korean talks fell apart in December. Things are kind of 
frozen with China. So if you're North Korea and the scientists are telling you, you know, hey, we need to do this test, you know, now's not a bad time to do it. You know, there are no big costs out there. You know, the Americans aren't going to walk away from the table or anything because they're not at the table, right? You know, I mean, the talks with South Korea aren't going to collapse because they already have. So, you know, if they need to do this, sort of keep the missile or the uh, nuclear program rolling along, if they needed the technical data or whatever from this, now is as good a time as any because things are sort of frozen mm. right now. Yeah, just, just, you know, just a thought. Yeah, it's, it, it's certainly... Um where North Korea, as it stands, they have a sanctions regime in place. It, it does sure. seem difficult to impose even harsher sanctions at this point. No talks diplomatically. They would like to uh, ring out some concessions. It does seem like perhaps if they uh, kind of saber out a little harder, claiming it's a hydrogen bomb, and again, not to get too technical, but right. it uses fusion instead of uh, fission technology, right. resulting in a potential explosion. We're, we're talking where we're talking kilotons with right. A fusion uh, fission test. This would result in potential megaton power. Right. Maybe that would fear people enough to say, "Okay, we got to talk to these crazy guys and perhaps offer them something to stop." That being said, then the international community, as it reacts, China has condemned this. The U.S. has condemned it. The UN Security right. Council's meeting. What would they do? Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually rather surprised at this myself. I mean, if the intention was to bully the election, I would have waited a couple months until it was closer. Um, you know, I'm, it's not really, it seems like a surprising choice, especially given that increasingly people think it isn't actually a hydrogen bomb, right? I mean, they're going to get a mountain of flack in the next couple of days, right? That they're going to you know, upset the Chinese, right? And kind of for nothing, right? Which makes me think that maybe this is meant for sort of internal consumption, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. this is sort of what always, you know, what I often think sort of when the North Koreans do stuff that we don't understand on the outside, that maybe they're responding to internal splits and divisions or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, nuclear. This is Kim Jong Un's first nuclear test. Right. You know, there's been a lot of speculation about whether or not Kim Jong Un actually can run the place, you know, as well as his father. You know, he's had to sort of eliminate a lot of people. Maybe this is the way of sort of saying, you know, look, I've arrived. I'm one of the great Kims as well. I can do nuclear tests, too. Right. I mean, when Kim Jong Il was alive, they uh, called um, uh, nuclear weapons sort of like the life of the nation, if I recall. Right. And um, you know, so. There you go. So maybe this is a way for sort of Kim to sort of, you know, tie things up and say, you know, look, even I can do the big blasts. <laughs> that's, I don't know. Yeah. That's sort of my thinking, but you know, maybe not. Well, here in South Korea, as you say, the, the, the timing months ahead of the uh, general election, so it doesn't seem like it would have an outsized impact. If anything, it may embolden conservatives and uh, national security hawks to uh, really garner more support for their side. But as far as the current government's concerned and President Park Geun-hye and this dream of a uh, uh, unification jackpot and all these nice words about, well, if the time is right and the conditions are met, we can have maybe even a face-to-face, a, -face, a high-level meeting with the two leaders. Inter-Korean relations, safe to say, probably taking a step back? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, every time, I mean, the, every, you know, every, time these, uh, every time these things happen, this makes it harder for the South Korean left to argue that we can engage with North Korea and actually get sustainable change from them, right? I mean, I said the, the biggest, the biggest, the most effective criticism, I think, of the Sunshine Policy you know, of engagement with North Korea has always been that, you know, they're not going to change anyway, and they're just taking the money. It looks like you're subsidizing, you know, this sort of like criminal regime. And I think the, the South Korean left needs to prove that disengagement and working with North Korea will actually generate real results, right, sort of restraint on nuclear weapons, you know, changes in human rights, things like that. And every time North Korea sort of like swings off the road and does something really outrageous like this, where even the Chinese are saying you shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff, it makes it just that much harder for, you know, as you were saying, 
doves and and sort of like the you know the uh, the, the engager community to push back on the hawks who say look you know the only thing North Korea will respond to is force right and that I and mean, that's very much the dominant discourse in the United States you know and I think it's sort of increasingly sort of won the debate inside South Korea. I've had two conservative presidents get elected in a row. I think a lot of people believe Park Geun-hye will be con- succeeded by a conservative as well, right? I mean, the, you know, the North Koreans make it really, really hard to argue in South Korea that engagement will work, right? And this yeah. is just not going to help. I mean, these nuclear tests, I mean, they just scare everybody. I mean, if you listen to Abe, I mean, Abe was just oh, he was freaking out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this just doesn't help at all. And I'm just not really sure where this takes us. I mean, like, why? This is what genuinely baffles me about this. I mean, like, why say you detonated a nuclear uh, hydrogen weapon, which is going to, like, get everybody's attention when you didn't do it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get the costs and the, the, the public relations trouble and the condemnation and everything else, but you don't actually have anything to show for it. I mean, it's, it's odd. Yeah. I mean, do they really believe that they really believe that scientists in South Korea and the United States and the rest of the world were not going to pick this up? I mean, it's only taken six hours for the South Korean military to already say this is bogus. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, it's still early days. Uh, certainly, right. uh, potentially, there's a method to their madness. Uh, we are out of time. Robert, as always, though, uh, thanks for joining us on this late notice and hope to have you back again soon. Thanks. Sure. Thank you, Andrew. I always enjoy it. Thank you. Have a good night. Soul City News up next.